a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hill 2023 special coverage with David Dijanovic. So there's a change in the works uh, to Utah's gun laws, and I'm and this one made me so curious that I, I texted the representative, the sponsor of the legislation, uh, Representative Phil Lyman, this morning. Asked him to join the show. He agreed, and he's on the line right now. But I, I do want to get a little housekeeping out of the way with Taylor Morgan, who's in today for Dave Noriega. Uh, Taylor is not only an awesome co-host for KSL at oh, Night, thanks, which is our it's it's just a really great show, yeah, and fun. it airs from seven to nine weeknights right here on KSL News Radio. We feel so lucky to have you and our other hosts on that show because of your depth of experience, not only back in Congress, you worked for the Foreign Affairs Committee? Yeah, House Committee on Foreign Affairs. Wow. I mean, that's impressive enough. And now you are a lobbyist on Capitol Hill. Yes. Yes, I'm a lobbyist. And uh, I, look, Representative Phil Lyman is one of the best, and mostly Debbie (laughs) Uh, housekeeping here. Number one is a lobbyist. I'm not connected or involved with this legislation. But more importantly, Debbie, I want to make sure you're nice to Representative (laughs) Lyman, okay? He's one of our best and brightest, so please be nice. Respect the honorable representative. So so this legislation, from my just, uh, just listening to it this morning on Utah's Morning News, piqued my interest because it it seems as though it would allow convicted sex offenders to own guns after after three years. I, I, I want to get more details from him, uh, but this is what I heard this morning on my drive-in on Utah's Morning News. People that have no inclination towards violence, no history of violence, uh, especially gun violence. Um, we, we did add a, in, in one of the amendments, add on if they're repeat offenders, they're not eligible for this. So someone who, who commits felonies while they're on probation, they're just not even eligible for this. So hopefully we've addressed the issue. We're not trying to put guns in the hands of people who would be inclined to use them violently. I, I'm i interested by this legislation. I think here in Utah, uh, I think of voting as a constitutional right. And if you are a convicted felon and mm. if you're currently incarcerated, you're not eligible to vote. But uh, if you're no longer incarcerated and you have served your time and satisfied uh, the orders of the court, you are then eligible again to vote. I, I, owning a gun could be seen as being very similar. Representative Phil Lyman, good morning. Good morning. Thank so, you. Thank you, Taylor, for standing up for me here. <laughs> hey, that's any time, Representative. <laughs> Thank you. So, so, so walk walk us through, Representative, uh, your your legislation, your proposal. What offenders would be eligible to um, get a gun um, after they had this three-year waiting period? So the state already has in code um, <clears throat> a division between 
violent and nonviolent. And there, there are thousands of felonies that can be committed, and the states categorize those. And uh, so, so trying to, you know, be very specific is, is difficult in a bill. So we just say nonviolent offender. So if, if a person is classified as a nonviolent offender, they haven't repeated, they've done their time, they've done their probation, and another three years has passed, then the uh Restrict, restriction of rights would be lifted automatically. So they couldn't have committed, for example, a robbery in their past or um, um, some sort of a weapon. Um, a, a sexual exactly. assault. A sexual assault would be would be violent. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And, and they would not qualify under your proposal. No, they would not. And in fact, their their restriction is a lifetime ex- restriction. Uh, they can go for an expungement, um, but that's their only avenue, and that would still remain their only avenue. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think this is interesting, and I appreciate the fact that look, driver's license is a privilege, not a right. Uh, whether you like it or not, agree or disagree, uh, the right to own a gun is a constitutionally protected right. And so I, I think this is uh, certainly an important conversation. Representative Lyman, what is the next step uh, for this bill? What, what, I know we're in the last week here. I know we're in the last day of committees. What is next? So it's it's in committee this afternoon. Um, and so we'll, we'll, we'll present there. And then if it passes that committee, then it'll be to the Senate floor. And if it passes the Senate floor, then he'll be on to the governor for signature. Um, but it's had broad support. And the other thing that was, was unexpected on this was the, was the huge fiscal note, a positive fiscal note, and the savings to the state. Um, initially, it was ongoing of $31 million. We haven't redone the fiscal note to take into account some of the changes we've made, so it might be slightly less than that, but $30 a year. That- Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. State spends um, currently that they wouldn't be spending in the future, which, which this isn't a fiscal question but it but that is a nice cherry on top yeah. kind of an incentive to get it passed so just if you can briefly explain to me um how how you come upon that savings is it because you don't have to process requests or or or, or how how do you how do you get to that number of, of of millions of dollars in savings if this legislation uh gets through the process that's a great question debbie and i asked the same question to the fiscal analyst you know how in the world can that how is that possible and and he broke it down, said the uh, um, probation, uh, people would be on probation for three years, essentially, instead of 10 years uh, in, in terms of their gun rights. Uh, that saves some money. Instead of going through a process to get those lifted, which is really expensive, um, it would happen automatically. That's probably the biggest savings. Um, 
maybe the biggest savings is is those people who are um, found possessing guns after their, you know, after their uh, three years that would now not be criminalized for it uh, and would not be in, incarcerated for it. So he said it would equate to about 276 uh, people not in jail that would otherwise have been, you know, potentially in jail or at least gone through the system and, and the prosecution. So they do spend a lot of money on this issue. Okay. And then what happens, Representative Lyman, just the final question, we'll let you get back to your job up there on the Hill. Uh, What happens if one of these individuals who's granted the opportunity to have a gun again reoffends? Do they automatically lose that or do they have a chance to uh, work their way through the process if they are caught offending another, for example, they go and they, they, they burglarize a home or something like that. Yeah. It, they, they, well, burglary would be a violent offense. Um, shoplifting would be a nonviolent. So let's say they're caught shoplifting. Okay. Um, they would lose all of their rights to, to this provision now and in the future because now they would, be, they would have uh, multiple felonies if it, was, if it was considered a felony. Okay. Yeah. Well, Representative Lyman, we will watch this bill closely. Yeah. And caught my eye. Thank you so much for walking us through it this morning. Yeah. Um, and you said, yeah, no, it's 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 a good bill. I appreciate the the, the person that brought it forward to me, and um, I think it's I think it's a logical, you know, kind of civil liberties bill. So I like it a lot. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, good luck in the last few days of the legislative session. And Taylor, you were pointing out just moments ago that. Is this the last day for committees to hear legislation? It is. Yeah, today's the last day of committees, and uh, there will be a lot of bills in committee today. It's going to be a busy, long day. Okay, so rewind, because I cannot remember how this works. It's been so long since I covered Capitol Hill as a news reporter. It's the 90s. Um, Once committees disband for the rest of the legislative session and a bill has not been heard by that committee passed out of committee. Is that bill dead in the water? Well, we can always suspend the rules, Debbie. (laughs) So that's a no. Never let process uh, get in the way uh, of uh, an important issue. right? All right. Okay. So straight ahead. So just because a bill isn't out of committee today does not mean it doesn't have an opportunity to make its way out if the rules are suspended. Yes and and no. I do remember that now. I'm flashback. I remember when they were suspending rules in the 11th hour um, just before they would break away from the twenty or the this the general session, and it was they were suspending rules and and getting together real quick. Anything, so, yeah, anything can okay. happen this week. Debbie. It's going to be an actually. A, I love the last week of the legislative <laughs> session. I know that we will be broadcasting live from Capitol Hill on Friday from one until seven o'clock at night. Um, and of course, our KSL News Radio, Lindsay Ertz, our political reporter on the Hill, she will be um, losing a lot of sleep <laughs> for the next several days. <laughs> Even more next than several. she already has. So yeah. straight ahead, you're going to give us a peek behind the curtain of the uh, of the states or the proposed twenty eight billion dollar budget, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so I you gave me a, a little bit of a taste. You said. For example, Deb, you said this before as we were in show prep, we're buying a state plane. Well, we need, we have a state airplane, okay. Debbie. This isn't 
a junket, right? This is a real need. Mm. Uh, the current state plane is, is old. It's got a lot of miles on it, and we need a new state plane. Okay. So we're going to spend $7 million to buy you one. You gave it away. Oh, well, You gave it away. There's okay. a lot more <laughs> okay. in here to talk Just about. Just like that, straight ahead. Yeah. <laughs> a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.